0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today, we're asking the question, when does intuition start? This question is brought to you by a, a really dear friend of mine. Uh, I, we were having a conversation, and she's a regular listener to the podcast. She actually helped uh, uh, me with several events this last year. Uh, great friend, and and... <laughs> Apparently, we've just been doing a lot on intuition lately. We've had a lot of people with a lot of questions. So uh, when she asked this question, I said, you know what? That's a great question to share with other people. So I'm going to give you kind of a synopsis of some of the things that we talked about in this conversation. But when does intuition start? Intuition, that, that nudge, that still small voice, that you know, gut instinct, when does it start? Right. Because we've done some episodes before where we talked about developing your intuition. We've talked about listening to it, trusting it, acting on it. But when does it start? So it really got me thinking, you know, when when newborn babies are born, um, they have certain reflexes. And what's fascinating, if you've never studied newborns or, or anything like that, is that they're born with a certain number of reflexes. And then after a certain amount of time, most of those reflexes leave them. Um, there's one startle reflex. Uh, you know, when a, when a baby is in the womb, obviously it doesn't have to worry about gravity. Uh, when it first comes out for the first few months, it has a startle reflex. Um, so if, if you, you know, are putting the baby down into a crib or a bassinet or a playpen, or even on the floor or the bed, uh, it, it feels like they're falling because they're getting acquainted with gravity. Okay. And so, uh, their arms and their legs will kind of flail out a little bit. They'll have that startle reflex. That's why swaddling them is really important because it makes them feel like they're still in the womb. Right. Um, another thing is, you know, babies develop language over time. When they're born, they have, uh, the, the propensity to speak any language in the whole entire world over time, they learn whatever languages they're exposed to. Their brain can learn other languages later in life, but it's almost like a switch is flipped at a certain time and it makes it a little bit more difficult. So if you're going to teach a child languages, uh, the sooner the better. Okay. Um, Also, babies toddlers uh they learn what is going to keep them safe secure and successful in their environment okay safe secure and successful in their environment um there's actually a documentary on Netflix i think it came out several years ago and I, I, if i'm correct i believe the title is just babies uh, it's it's fascinating to watch them because what they've done is they've gone and they've shared different experiences of babies in various cultures. And I love that because each baby is learning many of the same things like, you know, how how do you uh, act within a group? How are you loved? You know, the importance of of traditions and food and all of those things. But of course, they're various different things. Um, so none of these babies are really eating the same thing after a certain point. And it's just a fascinating watch, but they learn over time, uh, the things that keep them safe. So they'll learn little cues, especially from their earliest caregivers. So whoever is taking care of them, whether it be, you know, mom, dad, grandma, um, you know, maybe a nanny, someone like that, they will learn, is it safe for me here or not? Great example. If a child is off, you know, doing their thing, let's say they're a toddler, they're running around and they fall. Well, the very first instinct of this baby is not to cry uh, and not to feel hurt. It's to look to their caregiver to see if this fall is important or not. And the way that that caregiver acts and reacts to that baby falling will give them information and tell them what to think or view about the situation. So if the caregiver doesn't spend any time on it at all, maybe notices, you know, looks that way, but doesn't say anything, the baby will just go along and go along with life. If the caregiver notices and comes over and scoops them up and makes this huge deal out of it, guess what happens? The baby starts to cry because it it kind of internalizes this thought of like, Oh, Oh, Um, this is kind of a big deal and I should be worried about this. Okay. Um, there's also natural development points that, that children have. So the easiest one to think about is their physical development. You know, at some point that little tiny baby is going to want to roll over at some point. They're going to want to, um, you know, move their bodies. So they might be scooting or they might be kind of army crawling or, um, you know, they might actually crawl, uh, walking, running, right? So you've got all of those natural development points and guess what? They're all natural. All of these things I talked about, reflexes, language development, your, your, um, safety and security and success in your environment, your natural development, even, let me just say this, If you have a child who has, quote unquote, special needs, they're on their own development. It's just that their natural normal development is wired differently than than another child's. So they might have special needs, meaning that they're, you know, not on development with other, quote unquote, normal children, but they are normal. They are on their own development. Okay. But all of that, guess what that is? The reflexes, the language, the safety, the, the development, all of that is intuition. Intuition is a primal and first sense. Okay. That baby doesn't know anything about gravity. And when it's born, it's born with that startle reflex. Something inside that baby says, hey, we need to be uh, a little concerned about this gravity thing. Okay. That, that baby has no rational thinking. That baby hasn't t- taken a class on gravity. It instinctively knows gravity is something we now have to work on. Okay? Same thing with language. They don't take classes on language, but they figure it out. Right? Intuition is with us from the start some people say, you know, I don't have intuition, right? This is, I talk to people like that all the time. That's not true. What, what you have, uh, when you say I don't have intuition, you have let your conscious mind take over. Okay. You need to remember your intuition because it came with you when you entered this, this world. So, Uh, those people who are really, really good, rational, logical, analytical, overthinking people, uh, which we have quite a few that listen to this podcast. Welcome. We love you all. Uh, and the world needs them, us all, right? They are usually the people who tell me that they don't have intuition. Yes, you do. You just have to reconnect with it again. Somewhere along the line, it became safer for you to learn something from a book or data or research than it did from your soul, so we want to remember okay uh, most of the time what I notice with with folks who are less connected with their intuition is that they have a great fear of change, great fear of change uh, that any change in the world is uh, should be made you know with great care so for example they don't change their routines very much they don't change their schedule very much um they have hard times at transitions um you know if anything changes in a relationship it's it's very hard because of this fear of change however if you really challenge yourself And you really get to this place of what I call surrender. So, realizing, okay, world, life, whatever my highest power is, I don't know the answers. (laughs) I have no clue. I don't know what class to take. I don't know what book to read. I don't know what experts to talk to to figure this out. I have no clue. You got to let me know what's happening. In essence, what you're doing is you're setting aside all of the the rational thinking that you've used your conscious mind for, and you're inviting your intuition to come back because it was there before. You know, if you lived a life where you didn't need to have all of the the research and the data and, and, and things to make the right decision, Let's say you lived a more itinerant lifestyle where the only thing you had to think about was what season are we in? Uh, Where do I maybe need to move my family to find the resources that we need? Um, I love watching some of those documentaries on Netflix about people who live in the very far north, right? When that's basically what they're doing is they're they're kind of traveling from one place to another. They're like, oh, we're going to go to this campsite because... At this time of the year, in this season, these are the resources available to us. And they'll they'll kind of, you know, check in and, and say, hmm, I, I feel like we need to move over here to this camp. Uh, that's going to give us more resources. So in essence, they're being led by their intuition. And yes, they have extreme amounts of knowledge. You can, you know, go and and learn from them and learn tons of things from them but it's not their knowledge per se that's guiding their actions. It's their intuition. Okay. So what we really want to do is get acquainted with what I call symbolic thought. So symbolic thought is instead of looking at the nitty gritty of kind of like what's in front of you right now, right? So uh, for example, maybe you had a dream uh, I just had a dream not too long ago, and it was kind of a startling dream, really. Um, I don't remember all of it, but I do remember there was a lot of fear in it, and it was related to um, children and babies, and I was like, what is this, you know? If you were to look at it um, from that that purely physical standpoint, you might say, gosh, Michelle, what did you have to eat before you went to bed, <laughs> right? Or um, I look at it in a symbolic way and say, oh, there's a couple projects that I'm kind of worrying about, am I going to have enough resources and time to make that happen? And that's me saying, yes, you will. Let's let's align this with divine perfection and timing and boom, it will happen in exactly the right time. So it's my subconscious trying to remind me, I don't have to worry about these things that are coming up. It will all work out for itself. Okay? We want to, um, acknowledge some of those reflexes or gut feelings that you're getting. You know, the, the, I pulled a card the other day and it said, acknowledge the niggling feeling, right? There's this niggling kind of, you know, feeling in your gut that's trying to communicate to you. What is that? What is that about? Check in with that. And then ask yourself, you know, this is a great question for, for some thinking, What keeps you safe and secure in this life? Make a list of all the things that you think keep you safe and secure in life and ask yourself, why do they keep you safe and secure? You know, for example, money, obviously, you know, money keeps me safe. It helps me pay my rent, get the, get the groceries, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Um, but are there other things that keep you safe? So, for example, um, you know, when I was a, a small child, in order to stay safe in my environment, I learned to keep the people in my my life, all of the adults, very happy. And I became hyper-vigilant to other people's emotions because my safety and security depended on it. So understanding people pleasing. Uh, It keeps me safe. Why? That's why. Right. But then the next part is, do you want to change any of that? So for example, you know, money keeping you safe and secure, you probably don't want to change that. (laughs) Okay. That's still going to be a constant unless you move to a society or out in the woods where you no longer need money. That's probably not going to change. And maybe the people pleasing side, you you don't want to, to change that empathic quality and compassion, but you do want to step into your own power a little bit more rather than making other people the priority. Okay. So asking yourself that question, what keeps you safe and secure? Why? And do you need to change, add, edit, delete some things? That's a great mental exercise. Also, another thing that we want to do as we're trying to really get in touch with our tuition, uh, remember our tuition, okay. Is that we need to calm our overthinking brain. Okay. Calm our overthinking brain and go a little bit more with the flow. Okay. I think a lot of times when people are overthinking, they're actually just not trusting themselves. You know, I've talked to, I don't even know how many experts in their field over the years. And the one thing that I found is that they know so much, but because they've trained that overthinking brain to override their reflexes, they don't trust themselves. And when they're put into many times, what is an an emergency situation, they thrive, they just come out of their shell and you're like, oh my gosh, that's, that's the expert we needed because it's such a situation that they have to put their conscious brain over into the corner for a moment and stop thinking and actually start pulling up those resources that they've been developing over many years and, you know, serving themselves and others very well. So your intuition has been with you forever. <laughs> You don't need to go out and take a class on how to build it or develop it. You just need to remember it. But that means getting in touch with it and doing whatever you can in some t- some places. Now, I'm not saying throw out common sense or rational, logical thinking. I'm not saying that. But sometimes, especially in your areas of expertise or strengths, you just need to stop thinking and just go and do and see what happens worst case scenario, you go do something, you make a mistake and you adjust. Okay. It's kind of like, you know, that, that baby with the, the startle reflex, guess what? It's not going to fall. It's not going to hurt itself. It's not going to break. It, it doesn't know that, but it has that reflex to, you know, kind of throw its arms and legs out to kind of stop itself. Right. We as caregivers can recognize that and come along and and help and support that. And eventually that reflex does go away because you learn your lesson about gravity. Okay. So as you're learning these lessons about your intuition, it might seem like for a time that little tiny baby with the startle reflex. It's okay. It's it's just a belief. It's not going to hurt you. Okay. If you need to find a group of people who can say, yeah, no worries. Yeah, I've struggled with that too. It's okay. It's just for a short time. And eventually you're going to come out of it and you're going to trust yourself so much more. Okay. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I I am so incredibly grateful for you. Uh, Go out today and do something wonderful for yourself and for the world. Okay. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.